Hello and welcome to All Villa No Filler, a brand new podcast all about the world's greatest football team. That is, of course, Aston Villa Football Club. Today, we'll talk about the FA Cup defeat to Liverpool uh, in the third round. We'll also be looking ahead, hopefully COVID permitting, to the upcoming match against uh, Tottenham in the league. Uh, we'll also have a couple of features as well, looking at the best ever Villa eleven, well, the best ever of the last 30 years or so, and also have a quiz that takes us back in time. So without further ado, let's get into the show. Okay, well, as this is the debut podcast of All Villa No Filler, I think it's only fair that we introduce ourselves, um, starting with me, George Zielinski. In a moment, you'll hear from Frankie Maguire and Roisin Mendonca. So one of the reasons why I became a Villa fan, well, um, the main reason why I became a Villa fan was because um, I had an interest in football when I was very young. And then my dad had a look at the fixtures in Birmingham to see which teams were playing at home that day. And it was December the 8th, 1993. My dad looked and saw that Villa were playing at home that day, even though the Birmingham City ground, St Andrews, is closer to where I grew up. They were playing away. Thank God. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, so he took me there. And it was also a really exciting game. It was against Sheffield Wednesday. And we drew two all. Dean Saunders scored. Legend. And yeah, I think I think it's one of those things when when you're a kid, and I must have been well about five or six then, uh, and you're led up the steps, and, and Villa is obviously a massive stadium, and you see the pitch, and you kind of hear the sounds, and you see it all, and you're just really kind of blown away by it. And so from that moment on, I was like, yes, Villa is the club for me. And then my dad got me a scarf, and he got me a Snickers, and it just topped off the whole experience. <laughs> the Snickers, the sold Snickers it. really sold it for me, and. Um, yeah, and that was, and from that moment on, I was hooked. Um, so, uh, yeah, Frankie, what was the what was the reason you became a Villa? Uh, yeah, for me, it's kind of in the family, really. My mom's family are all huge Villa fans. My mom herself, her brothers, and her, her brother uh, John Dean is a bit of a Villa legend. Uh, played for Villa from seventy five to seventy nine, and he was assistant manager uh, as well. Um, and so I used, you know, I used to go see my granddad a lot as a kid, and he he moved over from Ireland and was a Villa fan from the moment he got here and he always used to say to me you know you'll, you'll support Aston Villa now won't you you won't be supporting that rubbish down the road that Birmingham City so that kind of encouraged me to support the Villa all my best mates were Villa fans as well uh, and then the first game I went to was Norwich Villa in uh, 92 and we lost 3-2 in the season they came third and we came second um, unfortunately there is a bit of a, a dark twist to this in that my dad is I hate to say it, but he is a Birmingham City oh, fan. I'm so sorry, Frankie. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Um, that must have been that must have been tough growing up in that household. Well, can you imagine being like inflicting that curse upon yourself your entire life? Mm. You know, it's like it's like you've stared out the window, seen a pouring rain, and decided you're just going to go and stand in it forever without an umbrella. You know. But yeah, and then uh, yeah, he's kind of like the Darth Vader to my Luke Skywalker. I'll, I'll remove his mask one day, and he'll tell me I was right. He's going to hate hearing that. It's great. <laughs> okay, Rasheen? Uh, I think I was a seasoned Villa fan by your 92 and 93 kind of debuts. I was a, a twinkle in my dad's eye, I would say, when I became a fan. There's no no choice in my family. Everybody, you know, everybody in my family, all our family friends, they're huge Villa fans. Mom's from Aston. Dad was a, you know, third division, home and away traveller. You get absolutely... I don't know when you don't want them. Hundreds of stories about his is away days. Um, and my sister learned at a very young age that it was not okay to be a blues fan in our house. <laughs> she went up the Absolutely road to not. her friends, 
family of blue noses came back <laughs> and said to mom and dad I'm, i mean she was probably three or four at this time said to mom and dad mom dad i've got something to tell you um i support the blues and she got she got kicked oh, out God. kicked out of the house Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> sat Good. on the curb uh, yeah to sit on the curb until she came back apologized and said that she would support the villa and that was it and i was not going to repeat her mistakes absolutely not i love it if she's still sat there (laughs) (laughs) just did not come back home last seen at st andrews (laughs) right so you now know a little bit about us and the reasons why we're all um villa fans so we're going to start talking about the result yesterday that was the game against um, Liverpool in the FA Cup third round. I mean, an incredible uh, game in in many ways. Obviously, offset by um, the COVID disruption at the Bodymore Heath training ground and the impact it had on our first team and staff, which meant that essentially we fielded a bunch of teenagers, um, members from the under twenty three and under eighteen squad. We lost four one against Liverpool, but what a performance really against what was essentially a Liverpool um, starting eleven, perhaps by their goalkeeper and centre-back. Um, Rasheen, what did you think of the performance yesterday? Oh, what a night. Honestly, when I saw that we were fielding a, a team with an average age of 18, I think it was, I was perhaps slightly negative about it, um, perhaps kind of questioning the, the value of the FA Cup. Um, but I thought, well, obviously I'm going to watch it. Um, when that goal went in, oh my Oh, incredible. What a moment. I'm just going straight to the goal here. Just let's start on the positives. Actually, we need not talk about anything else. (laughs) Absolutely unbelievable. What a moment for for Louis Barry. Yeah, he's he's definitely one to watch. I mean, he's one of those players where, um, you know, we always like to have a look at who's coming through the system next. Obviously, we've got Grealish in our first team and we any club want to see a kind of local local boy done good. And a fan. and a fan, yeah, and and obviously mm. his background. If every, if anybody isn't sure, he was in the the, the Barcelona youth team, and then uh, and then we we managed to, to um, lure him over to to Villa Park, and um, and yeah, the composure in that finish for for, for a seventeen year old against the champions of England and Europe was, uh, was and the world. Uh, are they not? Are they still champions of the world? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're still <laughs> yeah. champions of the world. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. Not so, yeah. But yeah, incredible, Frankie. What did you think of it? What an amazing, amazing performance um, from from all of them, right from the start, really. I mean, I know we conceded early and kind of feared the worst with that, but the way they kind of held their formation and were so disciplined with in what looked like a 4-5-1 and um, didn't lose their heads. Um, so many of them were so good. I thought the two centre-backs, Dominic Reeven, who I believe is a lifelong Villa fan, um, he looks quality. I thought um, Mungo Bridge did well. He read the game nicely. Callum Rowe got into it. Had a couple of lovely moments in the first half. I thought half. Rowe was excellent. Silla in the middle. Uh, Louis Barry then I think the thing with Barry I know he's been heavily hyped I know a lot of Villa fans know of him and lifelong fan and all that um, but I was trying to think of who he reminded me of when I was watching him and I know Klopp said that he was like a like a young Jamie Vardy but watching him I kind of thought he reminded me slightly of Michael Owen I don't know if that's just I think Michael Owen knew that as well when you watched it Michael Owen looked like it was bringing everything back well, the way the way yeah. the way he sort of brushed off Reese Williams was a little bit like was Owen esque, wasn't yeah. it? In the, in the it was brilliant. World it was Cup. yeah. The, the the sort of maturity to do that and to get in the way of the defender and then leave himself with all that space to run on and then to take the finish. I do wonder, you know, if um, Sir Dean Smith, as I like to call him, <laughs> Sir Dean, whether he's going to see uh, see that performance and think maybe he's not that far away from the first team already. Absolutely. Well, can I put it out there? I I don't want to be negative, but. In current form, 
I don't know if Ollie Watkins would have scored that goal. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Right. I'm okay. sorry. In current form, the caveat is in there. In current form, he, he did. He did score a hat trick against Liverpool. True, true, true. I, I kind of want to shout out our keeper as well. He's definitely been getting some tips from oh, Emmy yeah, the Force yeah. Martinez. <laughs> yeah. and I, we have to make clear that I have come up with like a million nicknames for the Villa players, and I call Emmy Martinez. Well, I call Emmy Martinez the Force because he reminds me of a Jedi who just holds his hand out, and the, you know the lightsaber just comes to his hand. It's like the ball just comes to his hand when he holds his hand out. I love Emmy Martinez, uh, as you'll hear later. But um, but yeah, um, the keeper did. It. I think Anad, Anodi. Yeah, Gary. I wasn't aware of him actually, but he was um, brilliant performance. Apparently, he's he's not he's not even a first choice youth keeper. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So you know, I mean, yeah, they 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 really kind of considering the stage they were they were put on the team that they played against, uh, and and all the and all the kind of um, all the eyes were on them. You know, a bunch of teenagers who who all got shipped back in the minibus afterwards. I don't know if you saw the picture on the uh, <laughs> oh, on that the, was on a the brilliant picture, wasn't it? Carrying their own boots. One of them was carrying his little boots. Yeah, they, they all need to, to have get a, a boot bag. Next so Dean's got to take them out for a day to drain a manner, right? Oh, That's course, got yeah, happen, yeah. absolutely. It's <laughs> the least he can do. Training day. Incredible. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. A, it was a great performance, and. um Aside from basically a mad five minutes where they where they conceded three goals, they, yeah. I mean they really went toe to toe with them. They went they went sixty minutes one all, uh, and and yeah. also the mentality it took to 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 go down one nil so early on in the match. And I when, when yeah. that goal went in, I was like, oh my god, this could be a cricket score. Um, to 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 come back and then equalise when they did, go into half time at one all, and then go another uh, twenty minutes or so, fifteen minutes of the second half. Um, keeping mm. it against the likes of Salah and Mane yeah. and Henderson and you know Wijnaldum for B. I mean, these are like you know, these these are as I said before, Champions League winners, league winners, yeah. internationals, and they're and to bring on Tiago, yeah, and to, yeah, and to bring yeah, on exactly. Tiago, bring on Firmino, bring on you know, it's just you know, I think, unbelievable. I think the fact that Liverpool had to bring on Tiago Alcantara says it all, really. Yeah, uh, exactly. and, and I mean, you see Tiago playing, you think saw him last night, you're like. Yeah, this man is at a level that is just—he's an amazing player. And what a compliment to those young men, you know, young boys, really. Um, it's you know just to to handle it last night. It was amazing. Yeah, like, like even when things have been going wrong for Villa this season, like now we've got a COVID outbreak, we put the the young lads out last night, and we have a historically good performance and a Louis Barry iconic goal. Yeah. It's, I mean, there there are, there are teams. There are te- I mean, Crystal Palace the other week lost seven nil to essentially yeah, the same yeah. Liverpool team um, in the in a in a competitive Premier League match. And um, you know these 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 kids who were ferried in uh, by their parents and ferried out again in a minibus, you know, go down four <laughs> one, uh, get a goal um, against against you know the best team in the world essentially. It's it's it, uh, yeah, incredible, incredible performance. Um, and you kind of mentioned that you think that Barry's potentially not far away from a first team appearance. Yeah. Do you think any more of them are? Maybe Rowe. Uh, well, Callum Rowe, what is he? Twenty-one, I think. So he's probably the eldest of all of them, and probably now is the time that he, he'd want to be playing. I think at least on the bench. Um, I know he's come back from a really bad knee injury. Hopefully, I mean, look, I mean, what was he? He was at left back, so you know, Matt Target backup, not bad, not a bad shot at all. I mean, ho- I mean, hopefully a couple of them will get a, will 
get a loan out of it, and maybe one or two, one might get a first team appearance. But it's more. It's there. There are a couple of. There's probably still a couple of seasons away from getting regular. First yeah, I, I mean, you could you could see obviously after about sixty minutes or so, um, particularly when they when they conceded the goals that they did, they were starting to cramp up. They looked tired. I mean, that will come with. They they just basically need to develop more. That will come with yeah. um you know, uh, the increased physicality that comes with age. Um, and, um, and, and yeah, so yeah, as I say, they, they put in, they put in an absolutely great performance and it does give Dean Smith food for thought looking ahead. I I know after the takeover, um, there's been some thought and, um, foresight looking at our youth, uh, our youth system and the way that we do things with our younger players. I think, I can't remember who, who, who said this, it might've been our new, um, uh, director of football who said, you know, we had players in our youth team who were 22, 23, and yeah. and at that age they should be first team players somewhere um so there's been a drive to get even younger players into that team so they're playing good football at a younger age so they come through into our first team and they and they're um you know competitive and can can make a difference so it all looks good yeah it all looks good for our for for the future of the club so um yeah it was a, it was a really 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 good performance We are all Villa, no filler, dedicated to the mighty Aston Villa. Find us on Twitter and Instagram, just search all Villa, no filler. And we'd love to hear your views on anything we've discussed. Our email is allvillanofiller at gmail.com. Okay, welcome back, everybody. Now it is time for this. This is a feature uh, we call the Perfect Eleven, um, and this is where the three of us will build our best, well, we say best ever uh, Aston Villa First Eleven. We're kind of going to do it over the last 30 years, which is about a lot as long a time as we've A, been alive, and B, been supporting the mighty Aston Villa. Um, So we kind of start with each individual positions. Uh, Two of us will debate the best players in that position, and then me this week as the host will uh, decide who should fill that slot. So um, we're starting uh, starting right at the back with the uh, the goalkeeper position and Roisin, who is who makes it in to your uh, your best Villa eleven as a goalkeeper? I'm afraid this isn't going to be a very long section because we can put aside the silverware, we can put aside oh, Tranmere penalty shootout, we can put aside. The skill, the talent, the dazzling smile, the bright blue eyes, and this man should win based simply on his rainbow shirt. A hundred percent, Bozzy is taking the keeper role in this team. I mean, I'm going to be honest, Frankie. You're going to have a job trying to convince me otherwise. Yeah, it's over. It shouldn't be in this it's team. over. He, he's such a he's an he's an icon. He's an Australian dreamboat. He was, yeah. he was, you know, when, he's a handsome man. He was a handsome man. He was man, a handsome man, and Jeez. and you know, for that reason alone, he's he's already up there in my eyes. Um, <laughs> like I say, the most surely the best Villa shirt. That shirt, oh my days! Like those goalkeeper tops in the nineties. I sort of think like, who was who was designing it? Were they all sort of going out to the Hacienda nightclub in Manchester <laughs> in, and like Probably. at nine in the morning, waking up, going like, right, time to design some football shirts, mate. Yeah, 
Absolutely they are. Good. I mean, the next next time next time we go to Snobs, I'm wearing one of them Villa's goalie tops. Oh, <laughs> it could do. be a while. Raving around. <laughs> yeah, it could be a while actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, listen, what we'll do, what we'll do. I mean, we we so we've just set up a, an, an Instagram page, all Villa, no Villa. Um, what we might do is there's a picture, I a picture of me from about '96 where I'm wearing the Mark Bosnich uh, goalkeeper top. Um, so you might be able to go over there and have a look at that. I mean, it is. It, I just I love the kid. <laughs> I love the man. Yeah, Mark Bosnich. Like I say, I mean, there are far more reasons to pick him aside from his shirt. I know I've started with the, the kind of fashion <laughs> side of things. Um, <laughs> Rather than his actual goalkeeping ability. <laughs> but let's let's talk about the penalty shootout. Let's talk about the Coca-Cola Cups. Yeah, well, to, I mean, I mean, look, I mean, um, yeah, I was, at, I was at the Coca-Cola Cup final 94 when we beat United 3-1. And yeah, I, I remember the Tranmere shootout as well. And I don't know. Just when I think of Bosnitz, I just smile. Just think of like good. You know, he was just one of the players that he was in a, something he was a bit good. Keep a bit, in a good team when yeah. we were doing well in the league, um, and and obviously, you know, he 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 went on to United um, like many of our good players, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. and uh, and and yeah, I mean that that is a sign of how you know if Ferguson wants you, then chances are you're going to be a decent player, aren't you? So um, yeah, absolutely. Well, well, I'll I'll put an argument for. I'll say well. You know, I think you've, you, there's a lot of there's a certain generation who would argue for Jimmy Rimmer, who was our goalkeeper. You know, when we won the league in the early '80s, I think he was with us for about six years. He was he was on the pitch uh, in the champion in the European Cup final, and then he got injured, and Nigel Spink came on. And Spink is the first keeper I remember, and he was with us for about nineteen. Yeah, he years. did cross my mind. That was more my dad talking. It's a bit of an emotional attachment for Spink, so I'm like, I sort of want him to be there, but. At the same time, we can't overlook that Brad Friedel was brilliant for us for a season or at the age of 38, shot something was great. But then actually, do you, do you know what? Emmy Martinez is an unbelievable keeper. I, I can't believe how good he is and how we've signed him. Um, and I, 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 know, I know he's not been with us for long enough, so maybe he doesn't qualify for this, but... I'm putting him in. I'm going for him as my. That is a bold selection, particularly when you're teeing that whole conversation off with Nigel Spink, the man who essentially yeah, yeah, yeah. the European Cup, um, yeah. and then obviously his longevity, Spink's longevity. I, I mean, Martinez. I'm not gonna. I you know he is a fantastic keeper. Um, what Arsenal were doing, selling him and keeping Leno. I'm not saying Leno's a bad keeper, but yeah. you know, looking at their their form this season, Martinez seems light years ahead of him, and they let him go. Yeah. Um, There's no way we would be where we were this season without Martinez. No, not a chance. Not a chance. I mean, in every game he's been, when he's been called upon to do something, um, he's 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 done it. Um, and and it's the whole it's the whole range, isn't it, that he offers? He's he's excellent mm. at shot stopping. He's excellent at commanding his area. Um, yeah. You know, at, at, at picking balls out of the air, um, com- commanding his box and organising the defence. He's kind of. Every, he's got every. He's got so many strings to his bow as a goalkeeper, and he's and he's and he's still relatively young for a goalkeeper as well. Yeah. You know, he's got plenty of, of uh, years in the tank. There's there's a reason I call him the Force, Emmy the Force, Martin. <laughs> it just it, it, his agility is kind of more like someone like David de Gea, who's who's a keeper who's probably of a shorter stature because Martin is a very tall. He's a tall guy, so his agility is great. His he catches everything. His footwork is brilliant. Yeah, like he's kicking at like he he could he be the next Bozzy. He could, he could be the be next Bozzy, but yeah. the fact the fact that we're now comparing him to Bosnich does kind of make me think that maybe um, Bosnich is still winning this one. <laughs> but as a as a keeper, I think because he was just 
he was he was kind of my first keeper that I really remember. Um, and and I think when you were a kid as well, you, a lot of us kind of fancy themselves as goalkeepers when they're kids because they like chucking themselves about. Um, and Bosnich was 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 the man for me. And I think as well, Martinez could be the uh, the keeper for Villa uh, going forward. And that we, if we have this conversation in a few years' time, maybe Martinez takes it. But for longevity and 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 just his sheer, you know, he was a bloody Australian goalkeeper. Incredible. Um, it's got to be. It's got to be Bozza. It's got to be Bozza. You're listening to All Villa, No Filler. Okay, let's look ahead to Villa's next game now, obviously, depending uh, whether that does go ahead with coronavirus rampant in our squad. It's Tottenham at home on Wednesday night. Uh, Frankie, how do you think that one's going to go if it does go ahead? Well, it was an interesting one that Jose Mourinho, um, it felt like he was playing a little bit of mind games when he said that Villa were one of the, his favourite teams in the league. I think he's trying to soften us up a little bit. And I wouldn't be surprised if he's uh, you know, saying flirty, nice things to Jack Grealish before the game goes ahead, uh, if it does go ahead, of course. Um, I think Tottenham Villa will be a great match. Uh, they're two interesting teams to watch. And I wouldn't be surprised if Spurs approached us with quite a defensive um, style and played on the counter against us, tried to suck us in a little bit. Um, but uh, but yeah, whether it goes ahead or not I, at the moment, I'm, I can't see it happening, to be honest. Well, I mean, you know, if it does go ahead, it'll be two uh, title challengers obviously going at it. <laughs> um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, naturally. Uh, Roisin, how do you see it going? I don't see it going at all, honestly. No? I just think Serdine surely is focusing at this point on kind of having a fit, full, healthy team, fielding a full team and getting a good league standing. I I honestly don't think that, you know, he'll he'll put forward anything but Arthur or not necessarily every single first choice ever because, of course, there's always injuries and, and what have you to deal with. But I, I don't think it's going ahead, honestly. No, well, I, guess, I, I, guess, I guess the question for both of you, actually, do you think the season is going to be suspended soon? The, the way it's going, um, you're leaning towards thinking that potentially it might get suspended or there and might be a break. And if it does, depart- then we will definitely be winning the league, judging by last year. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, the, the problem, my concern is um, we've seen some Newcastle players, uh, Jamal Lascelles mm. and... Uh, Sam Maximan developed symptoms of long COVID where they, they had the coronavirus yeah. and um, and are still suffering weeks, months on. We've had quite a severe outbreak in the, in the squad. Who knows how many players are going to be affected um, long term? Exactly. And if it does, that's really going to affect how we progress this season and then you and then you're looking at it and thinking you know is it is it fair on some squads who have been affected and who haven't been affected by coronavirus? Um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm, it's, it's a, it's, it's a massive shame and it's a massive worry, but ultimately I think players and staff, the health of, 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 of them come first. And, um, you know, I think the FA and the Premier League need to have a look at it and, and just see moving forward with cases rising across the country and now in, in football squads, whether it's, it's safe to, to go forward. And particularly because you had you had that new, more highly transmissible uh, variant of the virus that's happened, and clearly there's more infections happening across the country because of it. And if you look at Villa and you think about it, um, if that squad hadn't met up, ten Villa players now wouldn't have coronavirus. So you do have to start wondering: is it actually even safe for squads to be meeting up at the moment? Yeah, exactly. 
Well, on that sombre note. <laughs> 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 um, we should have just gone with it. Yeah, we're still. I mean, I mean, this could be this could be the, the world's shortest l- running podcast, um, <laughs> no filler, depending on whether the season actually continues, which is quite a depressing thought if you think about it. We're going to end on on a slightly perkier note. We're going to end on a um, little quiz, which I, I think, Frankie, you're you're going to host. Is that right? I am indeed. Here we go. Right, this is where things get a bit competitive. It's the um, Back in Time quiz, where, as the title implies, I'll be taking a journey back in time to see how much these guys really know about the villa. Now, we could be playing just for honour, but I'm not allowing that. Um, I want something more prestigious at play, so they're playing for the Townsend Trophy, named after Aston Villa legend Andy Townsend. And whoever wins the quiz takes hold of the trophy, and by the end of the season, whoever's won the title the most Wins are free, Nando's. The catch being, the losers have to buy it for them. Now, I'm thinking that maybe I will host it one week, George does it another week, Rasheed does it another week, so that we all get a go at it and we build a bit of a league table to see who's got the greatest villain knowledge. How, how does that sound, guys? That sounds good to me, yeah, Frankie. Absolutely. I'm just looking forward to my Nando's, to be honest with you. <laughs> are you a macho uh, peas, man? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, I'm a wild herb. Oh, my days. <laughs> oh. Listen, when, when, when the game gets cancelled, nobody's buying anyone a Nando's. Let's <laughs> <laughs> be honest. We're not going back into Nando's till the year 2025. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> okay, so to get my attention, Rasheen, you're going to say Gabby after the great Gabby of Bonlahore. And George, you're going to say Draper <laughs> after, your, after the great, great. midfielder, <laughs> Mark Draper. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> okay, so. First question, we're going back to the year 1994. We're at the old Wembley, um, and I, age seven, am there at the top of the stand singing Big Fat Ron's Claret Blue Army. <laughs> Villa have gone 3 1 up in the last minute. Who scored the penalty? Draper. Oh, okay, George. Is it Dean Saunders? George Zielinski has one point. <gasps> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You've got to shout Gabby a bit quicker. Gabby! <laughs> right. Okay, Regine. So there's four more questions you know to go. What? I it's was one there as well. George. I've got the flag behind Not the flag. The, the scarf behind me. Oh. You were there, but just not there quick enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We go. All right. Now, question two. We're going back to March of 2002. It's around the time Kelly Clarkson won American Idol. And I know she's your favourite singer, George. Uh, if that jogs your memory. Um, <laughs> but it's, I'm a new signing. I've just scored on my home debut. Draper. Oh, okay, Am George. Am I in early there? Is it Angel? It is not Juan Pablo Angel. I cost five million quid, scored on my home debut, March 2002. Who am I? Oh, no, I don't think, I don't know. I think we just let George come in. All right, George, what are you going to say? Is it Peter Crouch? George Zielinski, two, <gasps> Rasheem and oh, Wow, God, It's a healthy lead now, isn't it? Yeah, it's building. Oh, dear. Okay, right. When's we the Gabby quiz the... starting? <laughs> he'll, he'll make an appearance one day. Okay, right. um, we head to the year 2001, and we've just relegated Coventry City. Who scored their first goal for Villa in this game? Draper. Yes, George. 
Is it Gareth Barry? It's not Gareth Barry. First goal for Villa in this game. Gabby! Okay, Rasheen. Dion Dublin. Ooh. It's not <laughs> Dion Dublin. Not too bad. It was Juan Pablo Angel. <laughs> yeah, so I'm from River Plate. Yeah. Uh, he was a good, good player, Angel. Um, right, question four. We're in the 96-97 season. <sighs> Around the time Robbie left to take that. Still not over that. Who is the sponsor on Villa shirt? Draper. <laughs> George, what's your answer? AST Computers. It's AST oh. Computer, George. George is not three. I genuinely knew that one. That's that... oh. somebody. Somebody stop the match. It's you. It's <laughs> somebody stop the damn match. It's it's uh. It must be your internet connection machine. I reckon. Yeah, I reckon you're saying it. It's just going through slow. Um, right. I got that full I'm... kit that Christmas. Full kit. Actually, I, I, I wore it down. Of you wearing it. There is, a, there is a yeah full kit and I wore it down to Villa Park on the next match I went to after Christmas freezing cold oh. surprised yeah. none of this jogged your memory Roshi <laughs> I know <laughs> <laughs> right final question it's the year 1982 good year best year in human history some have said and um, obviously Villa win the European Cup Peter With scored the winner but who Gabby. gave the assist Tony Morning Ooh. Rasheem and Dante, you pulled one back. It's a bit, it's a late consolation. Rasheem's grabbed the ball and she's running back for halfway. (laughs) There's no celebration, although they did sound like there was one there. But I'm sure, Rasheem, there'll be other weeks where you're whitewashing George. I'll tell you what, I'm I'm, I'm gutted I didn't keep on to the uh, clean sheet. Yeah. That's disappointing. (laughs) The, the inor- John Terry's very unhappy about yeah. that. <laughs> Emmy Martinez um, wouldn't let that one slip. <laughs> He's like whacking you on the back as you walk into the dressing room. The inaugural winner of the Townsend Trophy and on his way to a Nando's at the moment is George Zilli. I love chicken. <laughs> <laughs> this is fantastic. I'm, I'm delighted. And that's it from us for now. Of course, we'll be back next week uh, to bring you Villa versus Spurs reaction, of course, if that does happen. Uh, But until then, it's goodbye from me, Rasheen. See you later. Goodbye, George, and up the villa. Up the villa. Frankie, goodbye from you. Yeah, it's cheery bye from me. Have Have a great week. Excellent. And we'll see you next week.